everybody welcome back look i am excited about this podcast this evening um i have a good friend of mine who is here pastor nathan mumford all right he is going to help us talk about these topics but first we want to give a shout out to god because with this wouldn't be even possible shout out to our friends family my kids shout out to the team justin and everybody shout out to our sponsors yeah, we don't have any right now, but we just making room for them until they get here. All right. And also shout out to everybody who is listening, everybody who is taking a part, everybody who is putting a hand into this process. Um, but we're not going to hold y'all. So, look, what we're going to do uh, first, I just want to tell everybody that this young man that I have uh, on this pod, he is the pastor of Mount Calvary Holy Church of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, he has a beautiful family. He's been married for almost nine years, a proud, fa- a proud father of three beautiful children. Uh, my friend, none other than the pastor, Nathan Mumford. What's up, brother? What's going on? I'm excited to be here tonight, man. Excited to, to share with you. Excited about what you're doing, this topic that we got going on. I'm just excited to be here. Man, look, I thought about so many people that I could bring on this pod, but you were the first one that came to my mind. So I'm glad you accepted the invite. Um, I'm glad you're here. And I mean, let's just get get to it. So let me give the people a quick recap of what part one was. All right. So should musicians be compensated? Why or why not? Um, My answer to that was yes and no. Um, And I gave reasons on that. Uh, based off of Nehemiah 13, 10 through 14. Um, Then, you know, we had other questions of, is it biblical for musicians to be compensated? Um, And then I gave some do's and don'ts, but I started more more so with the don'ts. And tonight we'll probably go through some of the do's. But um, my my first question is to you, uh, do you think musicians should be compensated? Why or why not from your perspective? From my perspective, I think they absolutely should. Um, as we look at what musicians are and we look at the biblical context of it, and it's even in the name of your your podcast and what you got going on, they're Levites. Levites are not just the priests. So they're not just, um, you know, the, the preachers and, and the ones that are in the pulpit. But Levites are anyone that helps do anything in the house of the Lord. If we go back to Numbers chapter 18, when God's kind of given the layout for what the Levites are, while Aaron was given the responsibility of being the priest and him and his lineage, the other tr- clans within the Levites were given the responsibility to take care of the tabernacle. So to make sure that it was held up, to make sure that it was kept up. And as time progressed, mm-hmm. uh, it evolved into Levites also becoming musicians. Mm-hmm. And if we look at the biblical context of it, all of the nation of Israel brought the tithe um, into, we would call it the church, but into the temple. And the Levites survived off of the tithe. Right, right, right. And so that is, you know, that is why I think they should be should absolutely be compensated, just like the preachers and the pastors are compensated. The church ad men and the secretary is compensated. Musicians play just as important a role, if not more important, than a lot of those positions. So they absolutely should be compensated. Man, so you know it's crazy. I I just had a conversation with somebody today, and um, I asked him. I said, "Hey, man, you know, in your church, and it's more of a predominantly Caucasian church." I said, "Is does your church um, compensate musicians?" And he said, "Absolutely not." 
And I said, nobody? And he was like, no. And what I'm finding out more and more, that is, it is a great difference in mindset when it comes to compensation from the predominantly predominantly black church or predominantly predominantly white church or Caucasian church. And I'm kind of puzzled as why is there a difference or is there is it should there be a difference? I mean, let me ask you this. Do you think is a, a is it a uh, general um, difference in in a cultural um, in the culture when it comes to um, the Caucasian church versus the predominant black church um, when it comes to compensating um, musicians? Um, I, I think it's it's based on I don't think it's a culture based on race. I think it's the culture of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's some black churches that don't pay musicians. There, there are white churches that do pay musicians. So um, I think it's all in the culture that's been established at that particular church. And with that, if it's part of an organization with that particular organization, um, I know in all of the churches that I've been a part of in my lifetime and grew up in, you know, all of them have been uh, predominantly African-American. Um, and we believe in, in compensating musicians and, um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong if you if that's your culture not to compensate musicians, but I also think that if you have a, a, a culture that's established in your church um, to where you do that, then that's absolutely fine. Because I'm, I'm a firm believer that labor is worthy of his hire, mm-hmm. um, and so you know musicians their their labors in, in ministry, their labors in church, just like preachers, just like you know whomever else serves in ministry, and so you know it, again it's all how you you. Your, your church culture is, is set up. Uh, but again, on from, from what I grew up in, it's all been, you know, for the most part, you know, musicians are paid, um, maybe not well, you know, <laughs> right, but, you know, right. They're, they're getting something. Um, right. and, but it, it's all in, it's all in the culture and the nature of your particular church. I don't think it necessarily has to do a lot with, with race more so than the culture of your particular local city. Oh, well, you know, it's funny. I've had, um, several what you pastors and clergy or just musicians trying to figure out um, is it even biblical to be uh, compensated now <clears throat> I stated Nehemiah 13 10 through 14 um, but is there any other scriptures that support musicians being compensated or shouldn't be compensated I mean why why not um, so I mentioned um, numbers chapter 18 earlier um, yeah, Numbers 18, verses 20 through 24, it talks about how the establishment of the Levites and that they were to live off the tithe. Um, there are several uh, mentions in scripture uh, about muzzling or don't muzzle the ox. And those are where it's basically saying, don't deny the person that's providing the labor. Right. When you muzzle the ox, that means you're not allowing the ox to eat off of whatever it is they're helping sow or harvest or whatever the, the ground that they help tilling. Right. You can't do that because then you're going to starve your help. Right. Your help won't have any substance. Your help won't have any, any strength to do what it is that they need to do. And so, you know, I, I I'm a believer and, and have been, and especially now passing the church that, you know, it, it's absolutely important that um, one, I think you do right by people. Um, mm-hmm. And, you compensate them as best as you can for your for your church for that, right. um, and I, and we're also living in a culture today, man, where um, quality is important. 
Um, Say that again, sir. Quality is <laughs> absolutely important. And if you want quality, you, you got to compensate for quality. Right. Because musicians these days, a lot of musicians in church, they're musicians by trade. Right. And so, you know, they're looking for, you know, they, they want to serve God. They want to do, you know, what they got to do, but they got to eat too. Right. And that's, that's how they make their living. And so I think it's, you know, again, how your church culture is set up, but I think it's absolutely biblical to, to compensate your musicians. Well, let me ask you this. Um, Let me ask you this question. Um, Since you, like I said, pastor of Mount Holy, I mean, Mount Calvary, Holy Church, um, you've been doing this for a little bit now. What are some of the reasons that it has been hard, if it is hard for you, to hire musicians or to find quality musicians? I know you're in North Carolina and you can throw a stick and hit 10 bass players at one time. That's mm-hmm. just how North, North Carolina is. And not everybody has that uh, has that type of leeway or has that type of quality that's within their area. But let me just ask you um is it been difficult for you to find musicians? Um, and like, what is your process in looking for musicians? Like you said, in North Carolina, musicians are a dime a dozen. Um, right. The, the the challenge, though, is the church is popping up everywhere. Mm. And depending on where you are um, geographically within the state, um, you know, we have the, the, the Bible belt, I guess is what they call it down here. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are flocking to, to places, uh, some of the larger cities in North Carolina. I'm in Winston-Salem. We are uh, a small city, you know, versus compared to like Charlotte or Raleigh. Um, mm-hmm. Greensboro right next door is a bit larger than us. So um, in, in our area to, to get quality, you got to you got to put the bag out there you gotta you gotta draw mm-hmm. up throw out some bread you gotta mm-hmm. for, if, if you want to have a quality quality music ministry you can't hold up your your, your pockets i mean i know every, every church is on a budget mm-hmm. but you, you gotta be able to to be able to compensate for that because uh, uh, to, to me the music is just as important as the preaching mm-hmm. um and you won't hear every preacher say this but this one will the reason Talk being soon. is because one of the reasons why I'm I am I even joined Mount Calvary uh, right after college was because of the quality of the music that was there. Mm. Um, mm. That's one reason why I joined. And then, if you, you look at it from a biblical sense, um, music has a, a ton of spiritual connotation. Right. And we know that um, Lucifer was the, the the praise and worship leader in, in heaven and got kicked out because he wanted to be. Um, worship like he was God, right? Um, and so we know that side of music, and everybody condemns, you know, all the some of the the lyrics that are in some of our hip, some of our hip hop artists, and R and B and pop culture and all of that. But if you look at Saul and David, David got into the palace because he was a skilled musician. Right. But the Bible says that when an evil spirit from God, by the way, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother. Uh, whole another podcast, sir. <laughs> but when, when Saul was was dealing with the evil spirit, David came and played his heart, and the spirit eased up off of Saul. Right. The word has power, but music has power as well, because music can ease the spirits that are from the enemy that are attacking us. It can 
cause those spirits to 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 run away. If you ever notice, um, you, know, you may have had this experience when you're in worship and it's musically uh, centered worship, mm-hmm. but you start to feel a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because it's the music, the strings, the the, the 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 Bible talks about instruments all over the place, string instruments, the psaltery, the harp, all of that. The Bible yes, talks sir. about that, and those are weapons to use against ah. the enemy. Mm. And so, if you want quality, you you got to you got to pay for it. David was skilled. David, the Bible doesn't talk about it, but David was was compensated for his ability to play the harp. Mm. I think I think the Bible actually, actually does talk about it from talking about it correctly because I believe I know he got compensated because of what he did with, the, with Goliath, but David's family was taken care of because of what he was able to do in the palace. Mm, okay, sir. So, okay. you know, if you have a skilled and talented musician, pay for it. Because here's the thing: we talk about musicians. You know, going out in pop culture, going out in hip hop culture and making money when they started in the church. Mm-hmm. The reason why they do that, if that's their trade, if that's how they make their living, the church not paying them. Mm. Mm. And they're like, I got to eat. This is my skill. This is a talent, and a gift that the Lord has blessed me with. I got to eat. So I got to go where the money is. Mm. You talking you talking about podcasts, uh the 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 first part, um, part one of some of the don'ts of why reason of reasons why musicians don't uh, are not compensated. And you hit on it uh, several of them. Uh no budget, uh the musician price is too high, not because they are asking for too much, but for the simple fact that they are very skilled and it requires for them to be compensated such. And I think sometimes um churches don't understand or the people who are doing the contracts if there is a contract um who is doing the negotiating don't understand the value of that musician and so therefore sometimes they get nickel and dimed and and it's not because they don't have the money sometimes they just don't they just don't know how to operate in that in that in that vein and i think in the text also in in Nehemiah, um, I think it's verse. It was chapter thirteen, verse thirteen or verse fourteen, when Nehemiah put in his trusty um, trustees to take over mm-hmm. the treasury, mm-hmm. because they took over, they were they were considered trustworthy or faithful. Mm-hmm. If it's in the King James version, so you, the people who are in place trying to negotiate to take care of these musicians are sometimes are not trustworthy or they're not business minded or not business minded. I think that's a big issue in the church that we, we want to function a church as if it's out of the back of our house Mm. for, for a church to be successful. It's, it's an entity that we have to manage and take care of. And, you know, people look at super spiritual money and say, stop bringing business mentality into the church. But if you want your church to be sustained, if you want your church to grow, if you want your church to to be thriving, you have to not only bring a spiritual mindset, but you have to bring a, a business mindset to that as well. Mm. And you mentioned contracts. Anybody who is listening to me is under the sound of my voice. If you got somebody that's a musician on your staff and they are not under contract, you are doing both of you all a disservice. 
Sir, say that one more time, okay? And say it slowly because that's one of the things in Levi's Corner is helping musicians and helping churches understand. Say that again, sir, please. Yes, for musicians and for churches, it is important that you have your musicians, your people that you hire under contract. Mm. It protects both of you. It mm. protects both of you. And it outlines expectations and responsibilities on both ends. Mm. And so if your musician don't show up for something, but you ain't got no contract and any contracts or extra service or something, and they already got something scheduled and something planned, it ain't in the contract, that's on you. That's on you. We sign our contracts, our contract at our church. We say when we have something planned, we have something scheduled, especially our regular service time, this is your priority. And if you don't show up without notice, you're not getting paid. I don't care if you're on staff or not. Sir, you have said a mouthful. I think that's one of the things that I'm, I've talked to several musicians about and the lack of agreement or the agreement, handshake agreement, thinking everything is going to be fine. And then things change at the last minute has happened to so many musicians out here. That is, it is just ridiculous. And I think, like you said, the business mindset is not there um, across the board. Absolutely right. I know musicians, uh, a guy that used to play for us, he was playing for a church. I think he's still waiting on some money for them. Oh. Like, <laughs> it protects both ends. At our church, if you if you come and play for me, and this is just my mindset because I have a business mindset. Mm-hmm. As a musician, you come to my church, you're going to get paid, and you ain't got to worry about your check not clearing. You ain't got to hold your check. We're going to make sure we have the resources to be able to, to, to supply what it is we agreed to. Right. We right. make sure of that. So, um, you know, as a musician, make sure that you have a contract. In our contract, we tell you what day of the week you're going to get paid and all that type of stuff, what the frequency is, what the amount's going to be, and all that type of stuff. Make sure as musicians that you have that in writing and as churches, pastors, leaders, church admins, Whatever the case may be, make sure you have that in writing as well. The handshake agreement in 2023 is null and void. Mm. Get that thing in writing. Signatures on both ends with witnesses and make sure you both ends have a copy and you save it in your church archives because you want to make sure that both of you all are protected. I have seen people go to court over stuff. Musicians and churches go to court because contracts were either displaced, out of place or not in place at all. Sir, sir, that is a mouthful. And I don't think people understand. I, I really don't think people truly understand the the importance of having a at least a simple contract. Doesn't have to be yeah. over complex, but just a simple contract of understanding. Because you know, sometimes I have I have talked to musicians and it's been stated to them that the expectations are so high and yet they don't have the backing or the support of leadership. And then they're expected to create a Super Bowl halftime show every single Sunday. So, man, look, we can talk about this on and on and on and on, but I'm going to wrap this up. And I just want to know 
just uh, from you, uh, Pastor Mumford, um, you know, what are some things that you have going on at your church? Where can people find you? Um, and are y'all on social media and all those things? Well, absolutely on social media. And if in the past, if you listen to me, you don't, you're not on social media, you're not live streaming, you're missing it. COVID taught us one thing. The church is bigger than the people that come in the sanctuary. So right, anyway, right. I could talk about that. I could talk about that all day, and that's another podcast too. But yeah, man, we're we're on social media. Um, you can find us on YouTube, uh, MCHCWS official, um, on Instagram, on IG at MCHCWS, uh, on Facebook, Mount Calvary Holy Church in Winston Salem. Uh, we stream each and every service with, um, live Sunday mornings at ten a.m. Um, services are, are always uh, stay up, so you can always go back and watch. Now, Wednesday night Bible studies are uh, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Um, you can also follow me um, at Nate the Fourth, at, at Nate underscore the underscore fourth, the number four, T-H. Um, you can follow me on all platforms. Uh, generally, if it's on the church page, it's on my page as well. Um, so if you want to keep up with us, just, just hit us up, follow us. Um, and we, we love to you know have you a part of our online community. Look, Pastor Mumford, I appreciate your time, sir. I appreciate you coming up here and just talking briefly about musicians being compensated and, and the importance of it and understanding that when you compensate somebody, the expectations have to be written out. The expectations have to be understood on both sides. And I don't think um, a lot of a lot of churches are understanding the business side. And you just touched on that. And I appreciate you for that, sir. Pastor Mumford, we thank you for coming. We must do this again for everyone who is listening. Um, I want you to understand that it's not all about what you can gain, but how to create a balance. This is the Soundboard Podcast. Peace. Peace.